0: Ortiz fights it off center field. Damon running to the plate. And he can keep on running to New York.
1: Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red
0: Sox are world champions. I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today. But what? here comes a pizza. See it? <laughs> this is our fucking city. And nobody's going to be our Stay strong.
2: All right, welcome back to the Name Redacted Podcast, America's Most Beloved Podcast, the most downloaded Red Sox podcast in the world. We're recording on Wednesday night. Red Sox just wrapped up a series with the Toronto Blue Jays.
1: And it is with honor, with pride, that I welcome back Pete Blackburn. Hey, Jerry. Welcome back, Pete. Thanks.
0: Uh, I missed you guys. Missed the entire crew.
2: That Pat, Pat's not here because he never shows up. Um, Tyler's on vacation. And he forgot his laptop charger. So it's Pete. It's Jake. It's me. Uh, we, we were talking before the show. We haven't done a podcast, just me and you, since 2015. Like at the last... Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's going super people- well already. Yeah. What the fuck? I literally just said I'm recording a podcast. Oh, FaceTime? You want to FaceTime? Is that what that means? No. It's not what that means. Um, this is the first time that we've done a podcast just me and you, uh, since 2015. Like it was probably in Alan Craig Studios or like my mom's basement. That was probably the last time it was just me and you.
0: Yeah, it was. It had to be either be uh my mom's basement or otherwise known as Alan Craig Studios or your like childhood room, bedroom. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Weird times. Yeah. Like a lot has happened since then. A
2: lot, a lot has changed. A lot has changed since then. Uh, but legitimately speaking, I think the last time that we did a podcast together, just me and you, it would have been section 10, like a single digit episode.
0: Yep. Yeah, because I don't think Steve ever missed any of the uh section tens. No.
2: Like he I think he his first episode was like episode 10. Yeah, right. Like right when we got to double digits.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wow! Speak, speaking it's of a r- Steve, real throwback. Oh, speaking of Steve. Speaking oh, of Steve, did something happen?
2: <laughs> something happened. Something happened with Steve uh, on Tuesday night, and uh, it was it was causing a ruckus
0: all over Red Sox Twitter. I mean, we have to talk about it, but it, it makes me like not want to talk about it because after we talk about it, Steve will be like, "I feel like I'm on the show. You guys talk about me so much." It's like, well, he, th- that's he's making he himself the story,
2: right? He like I don't want to talk about Steve. I'd love to talk about the Red Sox. It's a Red Sox podcast. It's the most downloaded Red Sox podcast in the world. Actually, uh, it's, I think it's the number four baseball podcast right now
1: of all baseball podcasts. Number four.
0: That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'll take it. We're about to skyrocket. I'm back on the show. We're going straight to number one. We're doing numbies.
2: Just, just wait until we have video so we can actually promote the show.
1: Then that's when we take oh. off. We're not even trying right now. But alas, last night, Jake's at my apartment. We're doing the stream.
2: Red Sox are playing the Blue Jays. And you just know, you just know it's a one-run game. It should be Tanner Houck. It's fucking dipshit Danish, who I like. I don't even know how he got that nickname. I I, I said it, but I don't know why I said (laughs) it. And it just stuck ever since then.
0: (laughs) Real, I think you should leave meme inserted here. We're all looking for the guy who did this. (laughs) <laughs> but
2: he, I mean, he got the nickname dipshit danish and the chat was popping off it was uh the tuesday night stream and i saw some people in the section 10 reddit by the way this is not the section 10 podcast we're not allowed to call it that but i will say that the section 10 reddit still uh follows the show which we appreciate um but the section 10 reddit was like, I don't even know where to find the stream. It's on the DraftKings Twitch and the DraftKings YouTube page. Right, Jake? Yep, both. Yep. Yeah. And I tweeted out and I, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, everyone's on Twitter. I guess not everyone's on Twitter. There's people that listen to the podcast that aren't on Twitter. That's bizarre to me. I don't know. I feel like we're a very Twitter podcast, but that's okay. Um, so the Blue Jays walk it off. And at that point, we, we did probably the most... The biggest audience that we've ever had for a stream because it was June 28th, so people were excited to say it. And hey, hey.
0: oh my god, I'm sorry. This is- he's, he's just excited to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, enough. Come here. Okay, as long as nobody pisses on the rug, we're good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean we can still get you off camera as well. Um, biggest audience we've ever had for a stream. By the way, thank you for showing up if you were there. Uh, but then in the ninth inning. It's a one-run game and no Tanner Houck and it's dipshit Danish. So the numbers went, they basically tripled. We had almost like 3,000 people in there watching. Uh, so the chat's going fucking nuts when the Blue Jays walk it off. And then I'm signing off. I'm like, uh, oh, fucking sucks and blah, blah, Like, Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. And everyone is in the chat being like, look at Steve's tweet. Look at Steve's tweet. I'm not on Twitter because I was fucking on the street. So I look at Steve's tweet and I don't even know if it's still there. I don't know if I have a copy of it handy, but he like doubled and tripled down. Like he tweeted from his Steve Peralta account, which has since lost hundreds of followers. <laughs> uh, he tweeted. Okay, here it is. The curse of June 28th. Y'all should have said the Red Sox were back when the Red Sox were actually back. This is what happens now. The whole season might be doomed. Yikes. Tough look. And then from his podcast account, which he later admitted to, this was also him. He had to tweet twice. Don't say it, guys, with three exclamation marks. And let me say this, because then, then it started like a civil war on Twitter. I didn't even say anything at that point. Um, June 28th, we started that on this podcast during a time when the Red Sox were fucking dog shit. They had a losing record. Things did not look good. There was no reason really to believe that the season was just going to magically turn around. It did magically turn around. But that's why we casted a wide enough net to be like, hey, on June 28th, the Red Sox are going to have a winning record. I know it doesn't feel like it right now because they suck and they can't hit and they're not winning any games and they keep getting walked off and they keep blowing saves. But on June 28th, they're going to have a winning record. And that's when we're going to be able to say the B word. Uh and, you know, Steve, we we still have like a good like people will ask like what's your relationship with Steve like Steve and I whenever I see him in person we still have a good relationship like mm-hmm. we hit it off like we don't we don't text we don't hang out really but yeah, when I see same. him at Fenway
0: he's the same for all of us yeah
2: like it's like we don't hang out we don't text much but like when I see him at Fenway we just pick up right where we left off like old friends and it's it's good we laugh we have fun it's great but then he does stuff like this where he's mocking the this rally cry of like, hey, like, let's fucking get this season going. Let's win some fucking games. Let's let's actually have a season. Let's not declare the season dead. And I think the comparison that I I mean, I don't it's it's you guys don't listen to the Kirk Manahan show, but some of you listening might listen to the Kirk Manahan show. Like in Steve's mind, it almost felt like when he left Section 10, which again, he did that on his own power. He got Uh, a a great job offer and we were happy for him and it was a whole thing. But he leaves the show and it almost seems like in his mind that he thought it was like a Lennon and McCartney split where he's like, all right, you go solo. I'm going to go solo. We're both creative geniuses and we're both going to be megastars on our own now. When really, the dynamic was more of like a Kirk Minahan show and like a Chris Clemmer dynamic where it's like, do you not realize that every single person who follows you and consumes your content is is a trickle down from when you were on Section 10. Your fans are the same ones as ours. It's a it's a it's a smaller percentage of the fans that follow us. So when you make yeah. fun of a rally cry, you're making fun of your own. The same people that listen to this show listen to yours.
0: Yeah. And uh, like. I mean, I I, far be it for me to want to inflate your ego uh, at at any point. I I like to think that I exist to kind of bring you back down to earth when I need to. Please. But it but it's true. I mean, like Steve, Steve's following is. A majority comes from you, section 10 and the stuff that you guys built together over the years. And like, that's fine. People like Steve because he's a passionate Red Sox fan. I think Steve is very good at what he does, or at least what he did on Section 10. Uh, And I like Steve. I respect Steve. But he has to find a way to coexist within a Red Sox world that also includes you. And he needs to not pick fights with you and, like, feel like the little brother that kind of needs to push back on the bits that he used to go along with when you guys work together.
2: Correct. Like, if he Steve were he, still on Section 10, he would have been yes. right at the front lines of June 28th.
0: Yes. He would have been. Like, he we he needs to find a had way to, to coexist. Sit through
2: him wearing a goddamn, like, now he's anti bit. <laughs> this motherfucker was wearing a Reese's peanut butter cup costume <laughs> to playoff games. By the way, a bit that Coley and I gave to him. We were like, hey, like, go get the costume. You should do this. You should. So, like, like all of a sudden, he's anti bit. And, like, I get it. Like, it it probably is not fun yeah,
1: to be sitting on the
2: sidelines and seeing a bit take off that it's like, I, I was on that show. Like, this looks like a lot of fun, but I can't partake in it. But that's the wrong attitude to have. Like, you can partake in it. Like, Coley is still at Barstool. Coley, even though we call him every show, he's not on this show. And he was leaning into it. Be like, I'm going to say it. But then he doesn't. He doesn't. Because he's playing into it. He's yeah. acknowledging it. It's a thing. Steve was like, well, this fucking sucks. He's like, fucking June twenty. Fuck this. This is stupid. Like, what are you doing? And then he puts up the apology video where he's like, I guess I can't I can't make jokes anymore. I guess I can't be sarcastic anymore. It's like, dude, you weren't joking. You weren't being sarcastic. You were being a dick. Stop being a dick. We can all coexist together. I like when I see Steve. I like Steve. I wish that he would just lean into it. And it can be an extension of like we can't this show is not Section 10. Like we cannot Mm -hmm. call the show Section 10. So there is now a Section 10 universe. Where Steve has his podcast, we have this one. Coley's doing his thing on Twitter, tweeting during games. We can all just exist, and it's okay. Like it's okay to like still be like a like it was like a, a, a wrestling faction where everyone just goes solo. You can still have each other's back. Like that's okay, but he doesn't want it that way, and I don't understand why.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he feels the need to kick the bee's nest, and also that like apology video was like the least sincere apology video that I've ever seen in my life. It was just him being like, ah, you can't be sarcastic anymore. You, You weren't being, number one, you weren't being sarcastic. And even if you were trying to be sarcastic, it clearly fell flat. And you pissed off a bunch of people that felt like you were mocking them. And then you came out and said, no, 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 you're all wrong. I'm actually right. And you're just being big babies. Right. Which is a perfect way to apologize when you pissed off a lot of people. When
2: when the only person who gets the joke is the person who said the joke, it's, it's and not potentially
0: his co-host, maybe.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I, I I don't know. I just don't get it. I wish he would like to stuff more. Like I the other thing too, I invited him to the stream. He was yeah. like I I asked him to like, even though he's still being a dick, I'm like, Steve, like. Let's let's still be allies. I'd love to have you on the stream. It's a big deal. Like, you know, you've already shit on June 28th. It'd be funny if you showed up for the June 28th stream and we kind of just did this thing together and he he didn't. It was a no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to like shit on him. Like, I don't want to I don't want to turn him into a villain any more than he's turning himself into a villain. I I, I want him to like be able to defend himself, but he won't he won't like come on the show and his like his behavior is just really perplexing and if you're gonna do that shit at least own it and don't delete it immediately
2: right yeah that's all i don't know just a
0: lot of it rubbed me the wrong way not rubbed me the wrong way but but like it was it was tough to watch because i don't want to see steve turned into like this guy that's hated like i want his show to work i want him to be successful i think that both of these podcasts can exist simultaneous simultaneously and do different things and provide a different service to fans. And he, for some reason, like really doesn't either want that to happen or is, you know, trying to play the villain or something. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not fun to watch.
2: It's it's just, a, it's a lack of self-awareness is what yeah. it is. Like I can respect the competitive nature and the competitive edge of being like, all right, like I want to have the number one Red Sox podcast. Like I'm gonna prove you wrong, and I'm gonna do-, do, it, do it. But you're not gonna do it by being a dick to us. Like that's just yeah, not a little, how a little healthy
0: competition is fun, but you probably shouldn't kick kick the bees' nest. No, the much larger bees' nest when you're uh, when you're the kid from uh, My Girl. Steve what, is. No? You, have, you ever seen My Girl?
2: No. Is it a hard? Oh movie? man,
0: no. Yeah, but it's a great it's a great classic movie. Yeah. So long story short, there's uh, one of the main characters is a little boy. He's allergic to bees and at the end of the movie, he gets he knocks over a bee's nest and they all sting him and he dies. So that little kid is Steve. Got it. And that <laughs>
1: checks
2: out. It's a great comparison. It's a great comparison, Pete. But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, <clears throat> again, this is just it's all unprovoked shots. There's no return fire, really. We're kind of just all sitting here being like, dude, what are you doing? um and you know i it, it was hard to ignore the backlash last night that he was getting it's like i mean and then he's like oh man it's, it's just twitter like oh people on twitter are too serious it's like dude no it's because no. of what you're doing it's how you're acting like people are picking up on it now and it's again it, it was a i i maybe saw three people be like, I'm on team Steve. And it was a thousand people that were like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like, stop being an asshole. So I don't know. I mean, again, not mad at Steve. Still like Steve. When I see him, like, it'll be like old friends again. But it's just uh, it's a weird move to mock and not not in a joking way. to like, mock the bit when you were a bit guy when you were
1: here it just big is bit guy it. big bit guy big bit guy so it is what it is tig old biddies. <laughs> <laughs> um well sounds like a perfect time to talk about the draft king sports book actually we don't have that ad how about freshly? <laughs> let's talk about
2: let's talk about freshly because it's food that's fast. It doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work. Their meals are designed by nutritionists, cooked by chefs, then delivered fresh. Other meal deliveries need to be prepped and cooked, but Freshly is ready to eat in just three minutes, Jake.
3: Yeah, it's real quick. <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: Listen, no
0: three, to... minutes is, three minutes is a long time, if you ask me. Preach. That's, that's a long time. You can get a lot done in three minutes.
2: That's what I'm saying. Every every sex tape I ever made, you could you could tweet it. It's two minutes and twenty seconds.
0: No I had a nice so. subtle joke and you had to come out and just be like, Yeah, sex. He's talking about sex. Well, were you not? Or were you were you talking about something? I, I was, was, yeah. You're you were. yeah, confirmed I was talking you about sex, yes. Okay. Yeah. So you, that was the joke I was making.
2: So you can't joke anymore. You can't. No, uh, oh, that's right. See yeah. See yeah see sorry. My bad. <laughs> you can't joke anymore. I can't be sarcastic. You can't.
0: You can't. No. No one wants to spend an hour
2: cooking dinner after a rough day at work or an infuriating commute. At the end of a long day, takeout doesn't have to be your only option for an easy dinner. Whether it's for you or your whole family, Freshly gives you convenience, flavor, and nutrition. Get delicious chef-made, nutrient-packed meals delivered straight to your door. No cooking required. Fresh and never frozen. Ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes, Pete. Use the Freshly website or the app to find meals that fit your lifestyle with plans. They work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. Choose from over 50 nutritionist-designed entrees like their classic steak peppercorn, multi-serve sides like their masterful mac and cheese or their new line of plant-based meals. Skip grocery shopping and dirty dishes. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every single week. New meals are added weekly, so you're never stuck eating the same thing over and over. Stop stressing about dinner right now. Freshly is offering the listeners of this very podcast $125 off your first five orders when you go to Freshly.com slash Boston. That's $125 off at Freshly.com slash
1: Boston.
0: Um, I have something that I would like to address. Please. Do you remember in like... The very, one of the very early episodes of this rendition of the podcast, the name redacted podcast. Yep. you were quite upset about something. I'm always upset about something. Uh, I think it was Pat, one of the members of the podcast, did not text you on your birthday. It was Pat, the yeah. only member of this podcast that texted me on my birthday was Jake. And not the only fuck did Jake, birthday? it was June 25th.
2: All right, so timeout. Time Five out. days ago, time statute
0: out. of limitations has expired.
2: Timeout. Time out. Yes. <clears throat> did you repost anything on Instagram from people wishing you a happy birthday?
0: I did. I'm sure did? that's how Jake. I'm sure that's how Jake knew it was my birthday. Damn. I mean, I don't think that Jake has my birthday written down in his ca- calendar at anywhere. We met like three months ago. Well, you, you four deleted months ago. your Facebook. Deleted my Facebook.
2: That's how I find out everyone's birthday.
0: It was it's on usually... Instagram. It was on the Grom.
2: What day? What day was the twenty fifth? That was Saturday. Saturday. What was I doing on Saturday?
0: I know what you weren't doing. I wasn't wishing you a happy birthday. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Uh, I apologize. Not, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Pete, I,
2: hey, Pete, I apologize, and I, I know <laughs> okay. I'd never apologize for anything. <laughs> I apologize. I mean, I, I'm still blaming you for deleting your Facebook because that is usually how I find out people's birthdays. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I, if, I'm always on Instagram, too. I feel like I would have seen your stories or something.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. My feelings aren't fine. No, this is gonna you, can just, you, you, you can just say that you're being sarcastic when you didn't wish me a happy birthday.
2: Next year for your birthday, I'm going <laughs> to deliver 6,000 balloons to your house. <laughs> Please don't.
0: I'm that's even worse that. than not texting me i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna get i will i do want to say though
2: thousand balloons and deliver them to your house
0: <laughs> all right I hope that <laughs> all right <happen. laughs> uh i do want to say that not only did jake text me he had the best text that i got on my birthday or was the it? best happy birthday text that i got uh literal quote happy birthday bro hope that dog dies <laughs> <laughs> what dog the dog that pissed on the rug during the last oh. show I was on—just oh. <laughs> the funniest text that anybody could get on their birthday. Happy birthday! Hope your dog dies. <laughs> and Jake is sneaky the one, most like the funniest people alive. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I laughed so hard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: Jake is sneaky. One of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Did you have a Did you have a good birthday, Pete?
0: Uh, it was fine. I slept most of the day, honestly. It was a travel day, um, and I took a plane at 5 in the morning, so I slept the rest of the day. Mm. Where were you? Uh, I went from Denver to Tampa Bay because mm. I was covering the Stanley Cup final. That's where both the teams play, right? Correct. Who won it? The Colorado Avalanche. Oh, Ray Bork, huh? That's right. Is that the first
2: one since Bork?
0: It was. That's the first time that they made the final since Bork. Wow.
2: Finally, they get that monkey off their back. You can't <laughs> do it without Bork.
0: I was wearing so- my Ray Bork socks uh, when they won, and I was on the ice, and I snapped a picture. I posted it on Instagram. You probably didn't see it because you don't check my Instagram stories. Uh, I was wearing Ray Bork socks, and I was you like... You put it on uh, your
2: story and not on your page?
0: Yeah, just on my story.
2: If you had a- just a picture of my socks. Oh. Do you have a picture of you like on the ice on your page?
0: Yeah, I've posted like 9000 pictures. You just like I think you muted me on Instagram. Apparently,
2: I'm going to go like here right now. Oh, I see this.
1: Where is it? Oh, it's you looking at.
2: I mean, all right. You posted you posted this picture like you're barely in the frame. It's like you and yeah, but
0: I mean, I I posted the one uh, three days ago and I was on the ice. Those are like the main pictures.
2: I just liked it, but I mean, you can barely see you in that picture.
0: You can barely see me in any picture. <laughs> I'm just a really small person.
1: I mean, I liked it. I liked thanks. It. So thank you. You all. Happy birthday, Pete.
0: <laughs> Much see, appreciated, today, Jared.
2: The other thing too, I'm going to use this excuse again. Uh, you know, who also th-
0: didn't text me on my birthday though? Who? My mom. Steve. Steve.
2: Steve, definitely. No, he was never going to text you on your birthday. That was never going to happen. I don't know. Maybe he's being,
1: being sarcastic. I don't know.
2: But today's birthday, uh, there's two birthdays today.
1: Um, one of them I felt bad about. It was Bob's birthday. I didn't know it was Bob's birthday until like 1115.
2: I still got it in buzzer beater. Text him happy birthday. Uh, the other birthday, the worst timed birthday Of all time. Today was Tanner Houck's birthday. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) He probably had the worst birthday of all birthdays. And it was today. At midnight, he was probably like his phone was probably blowing up and it was half like go fuck yourself, half happy birthday from like friends and family. I chose to wish him a happy birthday. I was not one of the go fuck yourselves. I
1: said happy birthday to Tanner Houck. Um But just a poorly timed birthday. One of the worst, I guess, birthdays that you could
2: have. I mean, I had I had a birthday. uh, My grandmother, my grandmother passed away and the wake or the funeral was on her birthday. That was tough
0: on her birthday or your birthday. My birthday. Okay, I was going to say it, it probably wouldn't have bothered her if it was on her birthday. Yeah, she would have been cool with it. Yeah. But this one,
2: Tanner Houck's birthday, that was tough.
0: That's Uh, a tough time for birthday for sure. Yeah.
2: I don't even know that we have much to say about the first game. I mean, Connor Seabold, like I still like you can't judge a guy based off one start. And I think that Josh Winkowski is probably the best example of that because he came up, was clearly rattled, a little nervous, walked a bunch of guys. It was a shit start, but he's been great ever since. And then you have uh, Tanner, uh, not Tanner. You have um, Connor Seabold get called up for a spot spot start. In the first game of the series. And he gets absolutely lit up seven runs. And that game was over before it even started.
1: And so I'm going to throw that game out. But I did see a tweet. Um, I think David Price. Did you see this? David
2: Price texted Alex Cora. After the Connor Seabold start. And I'm paraphrasing here. But he was like man, that Connor Seabold kid is nasty. Really? Yeah. And that could be true. Like like Seabold's numbers in in Worcester are really good. I think he's got like a low two, like a strikeout per inning type deal. Like he's, he's dealing down in AAA. He, he didn't deal against the Toronto Blue Jays though. I don't know what David Price saw that he was like, fuck yeah, Connor Seabold buying the jersey. But he's, he's fucking, he's all in on
1: Seabold.
0: Did you watch the game, Pete? I haven't watched a Red Sox game in like two months. I'll be you honest the game with tonight? you. I did not. Did you, uh, watch the
2: game? you haven't seen a game in two months.
0: I haven't seen a game in a, in a long time. Uh, I don't want to say it probably hasn't been two months, but it's, it's probably been at least one month. I've just been very busy, uh, but I'm back. I'm back. Not only on the podcast, I'm going to be back at Fenway and I'm back on the Sox train. I would have watched tonight's game had I known that I was going to be on the podcast. I did not realize that it was the end of the series, did not realize we were recording tonight. I certainly didn't realize I was the only other counterpart to you on this podcast Mm -hmm. other than Jake. Had I known that, I probably may have tuned in for an inning or two tonight.
2: I mean, we're a half an hour into this podcast. and It's been great.
0: We're cruising. Thanks, Steve. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jake, what what did you think about Connor Seabold's start?
3: Well, I I thought the maybe Price's text might have been... A little play out of uh, Steve's playbook with a little sarcasm, but um ah, so you think he was shit talking him? Might have been shit talking him. Um, if you were shit talking him,
2: I don't know. The Cora would have made that public.
0: Yeah, that's what it, that'd be a real dick thing to make public. I don't yeah. know. I don't know who would come off as more of a dick in that situation, David Price or Alex Cora. Yeah. Probably Cora.
2: Yeah, just tweeting the screenshot. Like, oh, yeah. look at this guy he, th- he <laughs> thinks he was good. He's terrible.
3: Awesome. Yeah, no, but he obviously got fucking shelled. I mean, I'm not going to say that like he's done or anything. We'll see what happens in the next few starts. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, not super impressed.
2: No, it wasn't great. It didn't go great. But uh, this, this series was the series of hot takes. Hot takes were flowing in this series because, uh, as you know, <clears throat> if you're not vaccinated, you ain't getting into Canada Can't come around. Michael Bolton, you're good. Bieber, you're good. Nickelback, you're good. Celine Dion, you're good. Tanner Houck, no. Jaron Duran, no. If Chris Sale were ready, he couldn't come either. And I think Buster only had the tweet uh, after Tuesday night's game that if the standings were how they were, which they no longer are, thank God, I mean it's still only june 30th so i mean i don't i don't put too much stock into like if the season ended today like i only do that when it's in my favor i don't do that when it's not in my favor um but if the season ended after tuesday's game then the red sox would have played the blue jays in a wild card round and i i feel like a lot of us as baseball fans are just figuring out the rules as we go like we're almost in july a lot of us were like wait a second what like in the wild card round, the the team that has home field, you just play all the games there, and that's a thing. So if the Red Sox had what? to play the Toronto Blue Jays in the wild card game with the Blue Jays or the wild card round now, uh, and the Blue Jays have home field, if it goes three, you're playing games one, two, and three in Toronto, and that means you don't have Chris Sale. Well, actually, so that that leads to the next interesting point here. Uh, I don't know where he said it. I was listening to, I think it was Merloni's show um, earlier today, and they were talking about how uh, Alex Cora essentially said because he he was asked about it the next day, like he you know obviously Tanner Houck's not available, uh, the combination of dipshit Danish and Hansel Robles blow the game on Tuesday, and then before the game today on Wednesday he was asked again about Houck and the vaccination status stuff. And I'm paraphrasing again here. I don't have it in front of me, but it was something to the effect of, uh, when we come back here in September, that's not going to be an issue. And I don't think he elaborated on that. I think it was he said like he spoke to the team, but I, I don't know. Like he didn't say I, you know, because of this they're getting vaccinated. I don't know if that means like that could mean they're getting vaccinated. That could mean we're going to fucking trade their asses. We're going to have replacements. Uh,
0: I don't know. Developing the cure for COVID? Could
2: be. Or or it it might be something to where like they have the inside scoop on the restrictions in Canada. They might be lifted by September. I don't know what that means. But he said something like, I'll bet you a dollar that when we come back here in September that we're not going to be talking about vaccination status and uh, availability of my players. So I don't know what that means. I could ask him right now, but I kind of like the mystery of it.
1: Like what what does that mean? I like speculating about it.
0: Everybody likes a good mystery.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like what's your favorite mystery? Um
0: uh, like, uh who killed John A Ramsey? It's a good one. Did they ever solve that one? Is that a still an no, unsolved mystery? Still unsolved, yep. How about the mystery of, of Bigfoot? He's out
1: there. You think so? Definitely. Pedroia you a Bigfoot you. believer?
2: Yeah. I mean, Pedroia, Pedroia is a big-time Bigfoot guy, and if he says he's out there, he's fucking out there. Like, Pedroia is out there, and he – I mean, I don't know that he's seen him, but if he believes in it, that means that he's heard some shit. So I believe in Bigfoot just because of the conviction that Pedroia has about it, yeah.
0: Okay. What's your favorite mystery? Um. You seem like a real Hardy Boys kind of guy.
2: Hardy boys, huh?
0: Yeah. Not the <laughs> wrestling one. I was going to say. That
2: is a mystery. Uh favorite mystery. I mean, the job on a Ramsey. I'm sure that people are like listening cuz it was the brother. It was the, it wasn't the brother. <clears throat> he's fucking weird. He's a weirdo. Did you see his interview with Dr. Phil? No. Oh man, you watch that interview you'd be like he did that shit, but he's just weird. <laughs> I think he's just a weirdo. Um
0: so I also I also think there's an element of like everybody thinking that you did it makes you act weirder, like when everybody when you when you think that like every everybody is like looking at you being like oh he did it he did it he did it like you're in your head and it yeah. probably makes you trip up and m- make it more seem like you were the one that did it.
2: Yeah, I mean it probably also like most child stars end up growing up to be weirdos. Imagine if you were essentially a child star because <laughs> your sister got murdered and yeah, your that's parents no are in question
0: yeah it, that's it not the like star that you want to
2: be into your house and killed your sister or it was your parents
0: or uh, you did it
2: or you did it and you've been covering up a secret for 20 something years um yeah that one that one's fascinating still unsolved though a lot people have confessed to it like people just in jail trying to be famous for something like a shit i'm in i'm in jail for life anyway might as well Become famous for being the John Bonnet Ramsey murderer. It's like people have confessed to it and then they're like, uh no, it wasn't you, you fucking weirdo. Go back to channel.
0: <laughs> you
2: fucking nameless. Fuck-
0: go back to go back to your cell Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to fucking hear from you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It wasn't you, dude. You don't even know where Boulder, Colorado is. Freak.
0: I was just right by there. I almost went to see Dead Co in Boulder, uh, on the Friday yeah. that I was there. Uh, I instead went to go see the Colorado Rockies. Ever heard of them? Yeah.
2: It's one of my favorite ballparks. What did you think?
0: That ballpark is awesome. Did it's very cool.
2: Whatever it is, right? The side right there? field. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. It's uh, I, that was like my big takeaway is that they have a lot of those like Sam deck party deck type things. And it's just a f- fun atmosphere. I also went on a Friday night and it was packed, which I was shocked. I figured nobody would be there. But apparently oh, the people like to just out. go. Yeah, yeah. Apparently they just go to have a good time because they certainly didn't like the baseball team. Everybody that I talked <laughs> to was like, oh, yeah, they suck. They did win on the Friday night. But like literally everybody I talked to was like, oh, yeah, the Rockies are trash, yeah. big time. trash." And like they're not even like they're trash, but we love them. They're like they're trash and we fucking hate them right now. Like why yeah. they give that contract to Chris Bryant. Like they hate that team, but they will go have a good time, get very drunk. Uh, and that area around Coors is very fun, too.
2: Is an awesome time if you're ever yeah. in the Denver area. Like the people that I talk to, so I went there twice. I went there for the All Star Game, Home Run Derby, uh, but I went there in 2019, and uh, <clears throat> I think we were there for a weekend. I can't remember, but that that drinking area out oh, in like the outfield and like right field, <clears throat> uh, people will buy tickets. It's like that's the bar that they go to. They, they don't even mm-hmm. care that there's a baseball game going on. They're like, yeah, it, it's like the ticket to get in is like the cover charge and then they just go to this bar and hang out and it's a good time. It's 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 a really cool drinking spot.
0: Denver's like a low-key, really cool city. Very cool city. A uh, lot of cool spots. Very chill vibe. The one complaint that I had, a lot of homeless, and they are oh, like Peter. aggressively homeless. Peter.
2: Is that my internet? No, that's his internet. Yeah, that's Pete. That's big-time
1: Pete internet vibes. Mm. Well, we lost Pete. <laughs> But
2: I guess we can jump back into talking about the series since he didn't watch it. Uh, the Saturday game. We can handle this, Jake, because we were together. Not Saturday. I feel like every fucking series is a weekend. Uh, the Tuesday game. What were your thoughts going into that game? Because you said something to me before the game where you're like, "This it's June 28th, and this game has big-time, like almost playoff feel to it.
3: Yeah, it felt like a playoff game. It's like we had two chances... If we had one Monday night, we were going to say it at midnight. That would have been fun. But even going into Tuesday night, I was thinking, all right, well, it's stream night. And we were down in the game. We came back. We went up 5-4. Like, that would have been a great time to say it. And, man, yeah, what a letdown. It was a huge letdown. Could you feel it brewing, like, going into the ninth?
2: That it's like, all right, Danish is back out there for a second inning. People were kind of questioning the, the bullpen management of Alex Cora in that game. Um, going to Schreiber in the seventh instead of saving him for the ninth, and I was like, "Did you watch the game? Like the the Red Sox didn't have the lead. Like I I get you know wanting to have your best ready to go to get the final three outs of a one run game on the road. Like it would have been nice to have Schreiber, no doubt, but they didn't. Like either way, and Maz made this point on the Baseball Hour, um, you know. Danish going out there. It's like, all right, it, it was it was the same part of the lineup in the seventh that it was in the ninth. So, I mean, Danish didn't get it out. You had to go to Robles. So, if you if you go to Danish in the seventh, there he's facing the exact same part of the lineup um, in the seventh that he would have faced in the ninth that he couldn't get an out on, couldn't get an out. So, I'm you know, I, I think. One of the things about like baseball fandom and, and watching the games every single night, being 162 guys, is that when you lose, especially tough losses, another walk-off loss, you're going to want to question that. You're going to be like, what the fuck? You're going to be like, uh, where do we go wrong? Clearly, we should have won that game. So if a different decision was made, we win that game. At the end of the day, and I don't want to pin this all on Tanner Houck. He definitely deserves part of the blame. I, and, and we've we've talked about this countless times um, with the whole vaccination thing. Where I stand on it is that's a personal choice. I am vaccinated. I am boosted. I got it immediately. Why? Because I had to for my job. Um, like I, I, I figured, and I've said this before, um, I figured that they would make you show a Vax card to get on planes. Uh, they did. And I think they still do make you show a Vax card to get your media pass at Fenway Park. Like you don't need one to get in as a fan, but you do need one to get on the field. And for my job, I know we haven't rolled out any interviews yet, but we're going to in the second half of the season. Um, and also just like the networking part of it, like the whole like uh showing up and, and showing face and, and meeting new people that are on the team, maintaining relationships with people on the team. Like that's important. That's an important piece of what we do here. So, I was like, all right, for my job, I am making the decision to get vaccinated. Like, I'm not going to, you know, pull the, I need to do more research. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I see people are doing it. Like, it, it wasn't like an immediate thing. I probably waited like a month or two, but then when everyone else is doing it, I was like, all right, fine. So like, we're all going to die of some sort of uh, misfire on this vaccination. We're all going down together. Um, so, it, when people make the decision not to, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, go do it. Like, what are you doing? Especially with, you know, we all love the Red Sox. We all want the Red Sox to win. We want them to win a championship and we want the best players to be on the field. But you know, when, when guys are choosing in their minds, their health over a game, it's all right. When you break it down like that. Okay. Right. Whatever. Um, but it is frustrating. And that's the word that I keep using. Like, I'm not going to go the Dan Shaughnessy route. And say that Tanner Houck and Jaron Duran are selfish or that they're bad teammates. Um, you know, from what I've heard, their their logic and reason isn't rock solid for for not getting the vax the vaccine. Um, and I said this to Maz. I was like, I just wish that someone with all the information would just sit them down and be like, All right, here's what you need to know. Like, what are your questions? Here are the answers. Here here's the data, here's the the statistics and then you can kind of make a decision from there. And I feel like when you're talking about two young players like Jaron Duran, Tanner Houck, they're young players. They're new to this league. And, you know, when you're talking about your career, uh, you can lose your spot. You've been given the role of the closer of the Boston Red Sox. And that's a, that's a pretty big role to, to be given, which he earned, he earned it. um, but then when you look at a series like this, where the Red Sox lost a game on Tuesday because they did not have their closer, that's when you start looking around and being like, hey, you know, what the fuck? And, and, I, and I would get it. If you have a clubhouse full of players, they're all vaccinated. And, and, you know, you look at the Yankees, right? They didn't all get vaccinated right away. Like Aaron Judge, I don't think he got vaccinated until April of this year. But he made a decision, probably based on whatever research. But I'm sure a lot of his decision was on, hey, fucking Blue Jays are good this year. Back in April, a lot of people had the Blue Jays winning the division. We didn't think going into this year that the New York Yankees were going to be the best team in baseball and maybe break records for for a single season win record. We didn't think that at the time going into the into the season. But I'm sure a big part of Judge's decision was Fuck, man, I'm, I'm the best player on this team. My team needs me when we go to Toronto to play these divisional, these divisional games against a team that everyone's pegging to be uh, the division winner. So, all right, fine, I'll get the fucking Vax. I can't go to Toronto without it. All right, I'll get it. And I'm putting words in his mouth. But I think a big part of that, too, a part of his decision was, all right, I have the information. It's been a year. I think we kind of have some information, maybe not all the facts, but some of it. Um, and, and he made his decision. And, I, and I'm sure that there are a lot of players, coaches, executives that are thinking the same thing. Like, let, all right, like, let's, uh, are, we, are we trying to win or not? And, and, and that's, that's kind of the situation that presented itself here
1: uh, when you didn't have your leadoff guy in Duran and you didn't have your closer in Tanner Houck. Um Pete, welcome back. Nope, oh, he's frozen again. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um,
2: but yeah, I, that so again, I just wanted to make that clear. Was I frustrated? Yeah, it's it's it is frustrating to have to go into that series. And you know, you just went on this run of of a month, seven series, seven straight series wins, you got back into it, you your 10 games over 500 10 and change. Uh and now you're now here's the real test. And it's the first series of that real test. Now you're back to playing AL East opponents. This is this is a big deal. Like now it's time to 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 show that you're for real. And when you don't have a guy like that, and, and it shows how glaring it was when it's a one run game in the ninth inning, and you've got to go to Danish for two innings again because the Toronto Blue Jays lineup, righty, 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 righty. And it's it's not just that we have righties. They're fucking good. George Springer, Bo Bichette, Vladdy Jr., Alejandro Kirk, righty, 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 righty. That's the top of their lineup. And they're all fucking really good. Maybe all of them all-stars. Um, so yeah, you 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 have a bullpen full of guys. Uh Big Fudge, Deekman, Strom, who pitched in the in the finale two innings. Uh,
1: and Who's the other lefty that I'm missing? Uh, Strom, Diekman, Big Fudge.
2: And is, it, is there a fourth lefty? Who the fuck am I missing? I fucking I left out Big Fudge last time. I think I listed three lefties. I can't remember now. God damn it. Anyways, you have, you have dependable relievers, but they're, they're left-handed. You don't want to send them out there in the ninth inning against the top of the order, all right-handed, that can do damage. So that's where you run into the situation where you got fucking Danish out there for a second inning of work trying to trying to close out a one
1: run ball game. Um, but on the other side of things, it's not like Tanner Houck went
2: down with an injury before the game. You knew going into the series we don't got Houck. So it's about game planning. And so when people are looking to place blame, you're going to place blame on Tanner Houck, right? not vaccinated, wasn't there, couldn't use him. We blame you. Uh he got lit up on social media after the game uh, on his birthday, uh which was tough. Um some people were trying to blame Alex Cora for the the bullpen management. I am not one of those people. Uh and then the other person that maybe deserves some blame, Heim Bloom. And Tyler is not here to defend Heim Bloom, but this is not like a day before Going into the series, you blame Heim Bloom, but do you look back on the offseason and say, hey, maybe we should have gotten some more arms here? And there was a caller that called into the the baseball show, baseball hour on the sports hub, made the point that I think it was like every pitcher on the staff except for Brazier was a Heim Bloom guy. That's an interesting little tidbit. Every pitcher on the staff active because people were saying, oh, what about uh, Nathan Avaldi and yeah, active. Not Chris Sale, not Navevaldi. Active for that Blue Jay series was a Heim Bloom guy. Um, could you go to a Brazier in that spot or a Sawamora? It's like pick your poison. It's not. It's not pretty. Like you're you're not going into that ninth inning being like, fuck yeah, we got so and so on the mound. Like let's shut this shit down. Uh, and then the other thing, not to defend Tanner Houck, he's six for six and save opportunities. Well, let's also not act like he's Craig Kimbrell in 2017 out there. He he got touched up in the Cleveland series. I think he gave up three hits in a run or whatever it was. Um, So it's not like he's been lights out. He's the guy that you would prefer to have out there. For sure. You'd prefer to have him out there. He wasn't there. So you got to pivot. You have to adjust because you knew that this was coming. You knew that this was coming. And um, whether that's a depth issue, whether that's a, a bullpen management issue, whether that's, um, uh, I don't know, an execution issue, that you're 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 setting up a guy like Danish for failure. Like he's never been in that spot. Hey, can you get us six outs and a save against this fucking lineup on the road? You good with that? It's a tough. It's a tough ask, right,
0: Pete? That's right.
1: <clears throat> Fuck yeah.
0: My uh, my internet gave out, and I don't know why, but I don't like it.
1: Yeah, but I'm back. But- you're back. Um, do you have any of the any thoughts on the on the vaccination stuff?
0: No, I mean, I, I want people to have the the choice. If you want to, if you don't want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. But also, you gotta realize how it affects your job. Gotta realize how it affects the day to day, and you also have to realize who's not vaccinated and who you might not be able
1: to use when you need them the most. That's all I'm
0: saying. Mm. Yep. I would love to just be able to stop talking about vaccinations at any point in time. Same.
2: I mean, if you heard the the quotes from Alex Cora um, after the game on Tuesday, he, he was perturbed because I think he knew exactly what he was walking into. Oh, yeah. like, all right, yeah, we well, just got walked off. Now I got to fucking talk about vaccinations. <laughs> like, God damn it. You know, like, if Alex Cora could snap his fingers and make all of his players vaccinated, I'm pretty sure he would do it. So to have to answer for other people's personal choices, I'm sure is pretty frustrating uh, to, to be sent into battle against the Blue Jays without all your weapons, that has to be frustrating. You know? Like that's to have to to have to be the guy that stands up there and wear all the arrows for things that aren't necessarily your fault, that's gotta be frustrating.
0: I Um, will be interested to see, uh, because Tanner Houck hasn't spoken to the media since uh since this happened, right? I would assume since he's back home. I
1: think he maybe they were in Seattle or something. And it it was
2: within like the last call it four to five weeks. He was asked. It was when it came out that he was one of the guys that wasn't vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Um, And he had to address the media about it. And then I think the next day he got asked about it again. And he kind of I think it was he made like a start or something. And it was after his start. And he got asked about it after his start when he like he pitched well. And then they were just like asking him about vaccination. He's like, this is gonna be like the last time that I address this.
0: Yeah, because but it's it now it, I, I I understand it in that situation, because it doesn't have anything to do with what just happened and mm-hmm. uh why he's at the the podium. But next time he speaks to the media, he probably has to say something because it is quite relevant. I would agree. I, so
2: I agree that it is the job of the journalists on the beat to ask him now because it's a story. Like back when it first came out that he wasn't vaccinated, you ask him about it, he talks about it, and then that's the end of it. But now because the Red Sox blew the game on Tuesday and it was a one-run game and that would be his spot to pitch and save the game and maybe they win that game. uh, Now it's a story again because now he's in a completely different role. Before he was a starter. So it's like, all right. You know, if he's if he's a starter, then we can we can work we can around skip this his start. Yeah, yeah, we can do it like we can bring up a fucking Connor Seabold to take the ball and whatever. Like he just doesn't pitch in Toronto. Fine. But if you're the closer, I think it was in the Cleveland series. He pitched in all three games. So what if I mean, two of the three games were one run games? What if all three were just one run games and you got no closer? Like you're going to get asked about that again. And you may not get a response from him. You may not. Get, he may just say, "I've already addressed this. I don't know what else you need me to say." Like I, I I've made the decision to not get vaccinated, and it's my personal choice. Like he's he's going to double down and like say that again. I don't know that you're going to get uh, new information from him. Um, but he's probably going to get asked. That's a good point, Pete. He's probably going to get asked again because it is a new situation. You're not a starter. You're the closer. And you could directly point to a game that the Red Sox lost in a big series to the Toronto Blue Jays as, again, not entirely his fault. You could point to, I don't know, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Say the Red Sox were fucking two for 13 with runners in scoring position. If you the can Red certainly Sox just say that not having runners, him hurt. Yeah.
0: Hmm? I said you can certainly say that not having him hurt.
2: Oh, big time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm definitely not absolving him of blame, but right. it's not 100%. Um, it's it's a big chunk. <laughs> it's a big chunk. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if he gets asked about it. We'll see what he has to say about it. Um, they're going to Chicago. Me and Jake are going to Chicago. Got a flight tomorrow. We'll get in Thursday night. Um, I don't know what we're gonna do.
0: I wanted to go on I think that trip just, so bad.
2: You should come. Just fucking do it.
0: Nah. Um, pussy, the, la- the last thing that I want to do right now is get on a plane.
2: It's like a two hour flight. I was actually surprised. It's, no, it's I know hours, the, really? the
0: flight. Yeah, the flight to Chicago is not bad at all. But the amount of flying that I've done in the past two, three weeks has been outrageous. And I'm going to Montreal next weekend. So no, thanks. You're going you gonna to go to a strip club there, Pete? I'm uh, not a strip club guy. But me I've, me heard, I've heard there are different beasts in Montreal, but I just still don't think I'm going to go. I'm not a strip club guy.
2: I mean, I'm also not a strip club guy, but like uh in Montreal I've also heard about <laughs> their strip clubs and I'm just saying it, the old Ches Perie action
1: going.
0: <laughs> What does
2: that mean? That's uh that's a that's a strip club in Montreal. I don't know if it's still there. I was there in twenty sixteen. Oh. I went to go see the Bruins play the Montreal Canadiens.
0: Ah. I've for heard of a bachelor party. Oh, that's and, a sick bachelor party.
2: Yeah, he's a big Bruins fan, so he went to montreal um montreal for for the bachelor party and people dragged us into the strip club and i was like jesus christ the whole thing
0: my first boobies jake (laughs) you you strip club guy
3: yeah i go
1: almost every night (laughs) hell yeah brother (laughs) what's your favorite strip club jake Fuck, what's the one called <laughs> on the North Shore?
0: Uh Golden Ma-
3: Banana. Yeah, that one.
0: Isn't that yeah. closed? No. I thought I thought it RIP'd. What about Mac 2's?
2: Mac 2's is in Bill Ricca. Okay. Um, that was the one that was eighteen plus. because yeah, when I was in there.
0: college, your your pal, Joe Kazabuski from Junkie Saugus, Joe. Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, used to always just say Randomly at different points every single weekend at college would just scream out MAC twos and tattoos. <laughs> That's it. That's it.
2: Yeah, I went to that was the first strip club I ever went to. I'm not a strip club guy. Uh, I went to here's my strip club history because people are people still want to know the strip club story. Um, the first strip club I ever went to was MAC twos in Billerica. It was uh It was my best friend's younger brother's 18th birthday. And because you can go there when you're 18, that's where we went. It was really awkward because I was with my friend. uh, I guess I'll just say his name, Kenny. I was with my friend Kenny and his girlfriend was there and she has monster jams and they just (laughs) brought her up on stage and she just went along with it. So like we all witnessed this and I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like,
0: like, when did you say went along with it? Like. We watched. <laughs> we watched yeah but like, like, i feel like th- that's so what did weird. you watch did she I mean she like just, dump them out she,
2: yeah she like put on a show for the boys <laughs> really wow yeah yeah and he was like he's like fuck yeah like, that's my girl dude he's like yeah
0: shout out to miss kenny yeah
2: he was he was all about it um so that was that night uh i've never been to the golden banana i feel like i have to go like jake will you take me one time
0: yeah
3: i know everyone over there so <laughs> yeah. get right in. yeah
0: Jake's got a like a a reserve table every night in the corner.
3: Yeah, I've never. uh,
2: uh, Golden Banana and the Squire are the two big North Shore strip clubs. I've never been to either. I went to Mac 2's for that birthday. Um, I went to Chez Paris in Montreal for the bachelor party and then randomly. And this is the night of. Oh, no. Okay, so there's two more strip clubs. Uh, The other one was in New York City. I went with Mike Grinnell and Steve. And that was when the strip club story happened. That was that night. That was in New York City. That was at Sapphire's. And then I went to a strip club with Dallas uh, when we were on the Spikes Up tour in 2019. And that was the night before I pitched to Alex Bregman. And I knew that I was going to ask him to face me. So that was when... (laughs) Uh, We had like a table next to the stage and like all the strippers come out and like they dance on the stage. And I was like, I've been fucking, we've been doing the, we've been doing the live BPs and just throwing wiffle balls as hard as we can every single day. I was like, my shoulder's fucking killing me and I have to face Alex Bregman tomorrow. And so the stripper that was going around with like the bottle of lotion that like gives you like massages while you're sitting at the table. She came up to the table and I was like, I was like, hey, hey, Summer, um, I was like, whatever whatever your rate is for like a back like neck massage, I was like, I'll give you double if you just fucking work on my shoulder. I was like, I'll <laughs> roll my sleeves up. I was like, if you just like basically give me like a rub down of like my whole arm to just loosen this up, like that would be huge. So she did it. And Dallas is just sitting there like eating his steak. <laughs> Sipping on a cocktail, watching me like basically on like the fucking training table getting worked on. Um, and I mean, it was uh, that was probably my last strip club experience. I, it's always just been like, like I've never just been like, hey, boys, like we're going to the fucking strip club. And so it's just always been like an occasion.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I've only been once. I've been once when in San Diego, California, and it was extremely weird and I wasn't into it. They didn't even serve booze. What? They, they didn't have a liquor license. That's weird. Yeah. It was like it was like a clean nice place but they just didn't have a liquor license. I don't think they did like food or anything. It was it was very weird. Was not yeah. into it.
2: The mystery of the strip club story has has lingered over this podcast for almost half a decade.
0: I think I know it. It's Do like I? it's
2: maybe so like the strip club story it was is that the one that out.
0: birthed a picture?
2: No, that was Winter Weekend.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, that was Winter what?
2: Weekend 2018, I think.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was a great story, though. <laughs> uh the strip club story that everyone asks about always is um it's funny, but like we've gone so long without telling it that it's just it's never gonna live up to the hype, so we can just never tell it. But it it like it, it is it's funny in hindsight, but it's not like, damn man, definitely worth waiting five years for that story, <laughs> so we can just never tell it. But it's one of the biggest Section Ten inside bits going strip club story. It's it's probably the, the longest. Like I, everyone's nickname. It's like all right, that kind of fades out here and there, and like this bit and that bit. But the strip club story still to this day, we I did I did a, a, an AMA with Emerson for DraftKings. And it was like, tell us a strip club story. Still fun. I like
0: I like having like uh like in the vault items of of this podcast's lore. Oh. Like we have of the, in the vault, Pete. We we have the uh like the the lost Gracie Tracy Lauren, Lauren. episode that never saw the light of day. No, I don't think so.
2: So that's just lost forever.
0: I think it's I think it's up in the ether. It's up in the cloud, man.
2: <laughs> so what year was that? That was like 2015 or 16, right? That was early.
0: Yeah, because that was a pre-Steve episode, wasn't it? He
2: wasn't there. Okay. I think that that was just like a night that we hung out with them and then ended up in the studio and we're like, all right, hit record. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that explains why. It was an intended he... podcast.
0: Really? I don't remember
2: yeah. that. Yeah, we what? were just Damn. hanging out with them, ended up downstairs and just sat at the... They were like, yeah, like show us the studio. And we're like, all right. And then we hit record and It's it's the section 10 lost episode. Uh, Yeah. Grace is engaged now. Lauren's married with a child
0: with a child. A lot uh, has changed. Not for us, though. Not for us. (laughs) No,
2: not at all. Just like not a single thing has changed since then for us. Just me and you are the
0: exact same. Just a little bit more money. We have our own places. Yeah. But um, just the same. It's still doing much- this podcast by ourselves. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> Just talking about Red Sox. Pete's still not watching the games. Just living the dream.
0: That's right. I have hair now. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. you've had you've had some a weird hair journey. You had like no hair for the longest time. Then you were like, I'm gonna have hair. And then you like got too into the hair, and the hair became insane. Mm-hmm. And now you found a nice healthy medium. Like the video yeah. that I tweeted. Um, from Fenway, when I like when you were like, "Hey Pete, welcome back, Pete, welcome back, Pete." When I tweeted that out to like announce that I was rejoining the podcast. Oh yeah, your hair looked fucking terrible, terrible, dude, so bad, terrible. So that
2: was 2019. So my hair journey. Uh, I I mean I had the wiffle forever, um, and then after the Red Sox won the World Series in 2018, that off season, I just got like super depressed and just stopped getting haircuts. <laughs> So like that wasn't a decision like oh man I'm gonna grow out my hair to see what this looks like I just stopped getting my hair cut and I was wearing beanies all the time because it was like the winter so I was like yeah I don't care if I get my hair cut I'm wearing a fucking a beanie um and then I would for whatever reason just was like all right I'm just gonna get like the sides touched up and then I grew out the top and then KFC Kevin Clancy he was like yeah you should go to Fleischman and then they just my hair was so fucking long. But like it just didn't it didn't do what I wanted it to do. And it probably wasn't until like this year that I really got it down. Looks good now. Looks good now. But I mean it took like so I the 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 people at DraftKings that that graphic <laughs> the fucking graphic every week I'll text Jake and be like, Can we please get a different picture? Can we please get a different picture? And it's from 2019 where I was like Still experimenting with different hair products. I was like, in like lengths, <laughs> like it, it was too long. It looked fucking terrible. And they just took this picture from my Instagram or Google or whatever, and then they slap it on every single graphic that I put my bets on. And every week I'll be like, please, please, can we? And like, I'm in like the meetings with them, and they're like, all right, what, so like, what do you need from us? I was like, honestly, just a different picture. Like any, <laughs> you, you can use any other picture. Like you can use a baby. Picture, I will do. A, like,
0: I will do a photo shoot. Set up a yeah, photo I've shoot. I'll do too. a photo shoot.
2: And they were like, "Well, send, send us, send us a, a different picture." I was like, "I don't." I was like, "I don't have any pictures of myself." Like, I don't. I don't take pictures of myself. I don't go outside. I was like, "I don't." I was like, "I don't have any other pictures of myself." So uh, today, um, I was talking to uh, one of the guys over there, Keith, and he was like, "Just, just fucking send me any picture. Just send me a picture. We'll figure it out." So I sent him this picture from like a couple weeks ago, and it's with another it's one of my friends i'm like with one of my friends i was like can you just fucking crop it i was like i don't have any pictures of just me just like fucking cut him out and then keep me he's like this picture looks exactly the same i was like no it does not no it doesn't why don't they just use one
0: of the parade photos
2: uh probably because i'm wearing barstool merch and i have a backers hat on and i never wear hats that's like the (laughs) only picture of me with a hat over the last 15 years
0: it's fair you had to wear the hat right for uh new era yeah got it yep Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm Yeah,
2: I mean, but by the way, I don't know if you saw, but I'm a I'm a I'm a cowboy hat guy now.
0: <laughs> I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. Absolutely ridiculous. Off, uh,
2: yeah. No, I do. No, I do. <laughs> okay. It's okay for you to admit okay. that I look good in a cowboy hat.
0: Okay. No, I mean, yes. like, all right. Yeah. You don't believe me? I uh, I think that uh, it 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 doesn't fit. Not no, the hat, but like, perfect. no, not the hat. The like the the look.
2: I think that you just need to get used to it. Is all.
0: That could be true. Mm -hmm. You you can condition somebody into anything.
2: Yeah. Like if you just like shaved your head, then I'd be like, well, that's fucking weird. But then maybe over time I'd get used to it.
0: Probably not. Yeah, you wouldn't look good. (laughs) No, my head. My head size is not good for uh, for for baldness. No.
2: I mean, you've had like the same hairstyle for your like your whole life.
0: It's not true. I had long hair for like a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that all about? uh same thing depression <laughs> it was pretty sick yeah like quarantine
2: was the time to experiment with with different hairstyles because you could use the excuse if i can't get to like a barber or something
0: Th- that and like you can it's way easier to push past like the awkward stage because you're not just not seeing anybody yeah that was a big that thing for wasn't me. really
2: the same for me
1: though like i was always on fucking camera even during quarantine
0: yeah and no, i i mean i i i don't i wasn't no
2: yeah, like we still had to do podcasts. We had to do radio. Like we were still doing serious every day. We did that, uh, that like indoors beer pong tournament over like the live stream.
0: Yeah. But you, I mean, like for you though, like at Barstool, you could just wear like a hat. You could wear anything you wanted. Like even if you were in an yeah. awkward stage. Yeah. That's true. like button up TV or anything. Yeah. I feel
2: like the, like the, the the nuts and bolts of quarantine though was like during the summer though you, like, you can't wear a beanie during the summer
0: no no like, I, mean, I, but summer I but i but but it was right. a very big like okay i don't really fucking care about anything anymore uh i'm mm. not gonna take care of myself yeah smoked a lot of it's cigarettes screw out my hair just like only played video games ignored all my responsibilities it was a very healthy time of my life mm-hmm.
2: you still smoking cigs
0: i'm not no pussy <laughs> I'm. Uh, they're they're great.
2: Uh, we need to make cigarettes
0: cool again. I, I think that cigarettes need to make cigarettes cool again. Like cigarettes have to be like, all right, we're healthy now, smokers. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like
2: think about how strong of an industry the tobacco industry is that it makes billions of dollars, but they're not allowed to advertise anywhere.
0: It's crazy. it's just how cool they are, and yeah. and, it, and it's also like. Think about all the technological advancements in the world over like the last 40 years. Have we just not found a way to make cigarettes like not kill you?
2: That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, so I I dipped for like 10 years and I'll give them a free ad. I switched to Black Buffalo in 2018 and I probably go through like a tin a day of Black Buffalo and it's just it's tea leaves, but it's the same exact thing. Like, there's got to be a way to have it's the cigarettes, same, that, same tobacco.
0: Yeah, that. yeah. I want like, I want the same. Uh, I, I don't need like the nicotine or whatever. I just want like the act of smoking. It smoking's yeah. cool. I don't what? care what anybody says. Smoking's super like, cool. What,
2: what about vape? It's like no, no, no. If you no vape. It's it's a completely different look.
0: Analog only. Mm-hmm. Analog only. Mm-hmm. I want the the classic shit. Mm-hmm. And, and people all be like, "What about weed? Yeah, weed's cool. I like weed." But I I don't want to, like, you can't smoke J's, like, literally all day and be productive. Right. At least I cannot. I I know some people can. But, like, I I just want to, like, I want to look cool while not getting fucked up. Right.
2: You know what's crazy? A crazy thought. I was thinking this the other day, is that we were alive during a time where you could just walk into a Friendly's and fire up a cigarette and like <laughs> eat your chicken.
0: Fingers. You, you can still do that in certain parts of the United States. It's crazy. And I went casinos, to
2: casinos; they don't give a shit.
0: No, not even casinos. Like I went to Atlanta like uh, like three or four years ago, and there was just a bar where if you order a drink, they'll bring you a loose cigarette and just put it on the table in front of you. You don't even have to ask. You don't have to use it, but they just have like loose cigarettes everywhere, and they'll just bring you one with your drink. And of course, I smoked like it was awesome. There's nothing cooler than smoking inside. If I could if I could bring anything back in the entire world, I would bring back bowling alleys Mm -hmm. in which you can smoke inside and drink like the shittiest beer. All the all the bowling
2: alleys in East Boston still have the the ashtrays in the middle of like the the board that you put the the score sheet on
0: really and they don't (laughs) allow you to smoke
2: no i'm sure you can
0: probably (laughs) probably so that's that i miss that more than anything in the world yeah that is insane (laughs) yeah just
2: like yeah we're in this fucking (laughs) aluminum tube let's fire up the cigs
0: (laughs) now they're like you can't even have your phone on You don't turn your phone off. You're going to kill everybody in this airplane. But like 30 years ago, they're like, "Okay, cool. Light light a fucking fuse in your mouth. Yeah, Uh, I'm very cool with smoking inside, making a comeback, but not on airplanes. No, sir.
2: Yeah, save that. Now you can't even just like breathe out your own breath. Never mind smoke.
0: It's true. It would be very funny, though, to like see somebody on an airplane with a mask. And smoking just, like, just, just smoking a cigarette and then like blowing the smoke into their mask and just seeing it like dissipate yeah That'd there's too
2: many people that smoke cigarettes right now that are bad spokes people for cigarettes like usually like now if you see if you see someone smoking a cigarette you're like tough day
0: yeah it's like it's trash. not cool it's like damn they like, need a rebrand yeah
2: Like, we need Tom Brady to start smoking cigarettes. (laughs)
0: Imagine. That would be, oh boy, that would be the most shocking development of all time. Just the guy that like won't eat strawberries just one day just Mm -hmm. lights up.
2: Yeah. Just ripping heaters.
0: That would be incredible if that is like his official retirement press conference. He just like smoked a pack.
3: Yeah.
2: Just like on the cover of Time Magazine, just Michael Phelps ripping a dart and like the the title just says be a man
0: <laughs> that's, cigarettes that's- we're big cigarette podcast bring it back <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i feel like that's <clears throat> that's the avenue that they got to go down it's like they've got to get brand ambassadors i don't even know who else would be on that list like that's those are the first two names that came to mind but like i feel like justin bieber probably does smoke cigarettes yeah for sure he looks like he
0: ha- is. Yeah, like definitely like a, dr- like a drunk cig guy. hmm hmm Brad Pitt smokes cigarettes.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of successful people that smoke darts, dude. Yeah. Jake, you want to smoke some cigarettes with us? Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, what's the smoking policy of the, uh, the strip club that you hit up every night?
3: Oh, they're all for it.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. All right, I'm in. Hell yeah, brother.
2: Have you ever smoked a cigarette in your life, Jake? A uh, couple, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have. What does what does your family think about you doing this podcast?
3: They like the sock, so mm-hmm. they're like, "Fuck yeah, go ahead." Mm-hmm. Do they do they listen or watch? My dad, I have to teach him how to download a podcast every time we talk about it. Same with my, my dad, yeah. Yeah, but my mom listens. Yeah, my my dad will
2: be like. Where do I find it, though? The same place the last 500 episodes were.
3: <laughs> same place. It's tough because he's a 162 guy, guy, too. And I'm like. Your dad? You, you, yeah. I'm like, you'd love it. He's like, I know. I just can't listen to it.
0: Can't find you it. You got to get him an iPad. <laughs> Buy no, him you, an you get, iPad. And you got to get, like, a, a, get him a, like an Alexa or something, which he can just like literally just say it. He'll just like play name redacted podcast. Mm hmm. But then he'll
2: be like, God damn it. It's three episodes ago. (laughs) Like my mom will have to like set up the my dad's iPad. to be like, All right. Here's the episode. And he'll watch. He's he watches. My dad's a big cigar guy. So, oh, man,
0: I hate cigars with a cigar. Really? Yeah. So I I like cigarettes. I had my first cigar in like probably two years uh, before I went to the Rockies game. And I felt like I was going to throw up, dude. Like you're not
2: supposed to inhale, dude.
0: Well, yeah, I live by my own rules. And I also yeah. got like outrageously blackout drunk the night before. So I was probably like already at a pretty bad baseline. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. The, it, I'm not a big cigar guy. And it they give me like the shakes. Mm. And they make me feel like sweaty. So not not a big cigar guy.
2: Yeah, you're definitely not supposed to inhale. You are.
0: Probably. It sounds like. <laughs> the only
2: thing I don't like about cigars is it's just like. Makes your breath like it just it just sticks. Yeah, to your it definitely does for a day.
0: You wake up the next morning and you're like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. I just was fucking. I just s- stuffed my mouth around a tailpipe all night last <laughs> night." Yeah, yeah.
1: But you can
2: still look cool smoking a cigar if you do it right.
0: Yeah, I think there's, you look cooler. There's nothing cigarettes are cooler
2: than not smoking a cigar correctly.
0: Yeah, just, like, holding it like it's, like, a tiny little penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that guy yeah. looks fucking sick just, <laughs> yeah. just slurping down that little chode over there.
2: Yeah. It's like, dude, your mouth is on the wrong
0: end. <laughs> or if you, like, just, like, completely lather the the cigar in spit. You ever see, like, one of those mm-hmm. guys that's just, yeah. like, absolutely going to town? hmm Licking the shaft? Mm-hmm. No good, sir. Yep. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I'm sticking to cigarettes. That's right. Yeah. Then I'm also sticking to Gosling's Rum. Sometimes because at we the all same know the time. power of an MVP, Pete, don't we? We sure do.
2: And they make good teams great. And the folks at Gosling's Rum know a little something about MVPs. It's all the most valuable fans and super fans across the world who have made the Gosling's Dark and Stormy one of the most popular cocktails on the planet. The delicious combo of smooth Gosling's Black Seal Rum and spicy Gosling's Stormy Ginger Beer cannot be beat for a summertime cocktail. Visit Gosling'sRum.com to get Gosling's products delivered straight to your doorstep and get $15 off your order of Gosling's Rum Ginger Beer or Dark and Stormy Cans using promo code DRAFTKINGS21 and over only. Drink responsibly. Me and Jake, we were drinking responsibly on the stream last night. Because uh, Goslings, shout out to Goslings, shout out to Malcolm Gosling. Uh, they sponsored the stream. So obviously, you know, it's a it's a stream. You have to watch it. And we do the product placement. We put the Dark and Stormy in a can all over the fucking room. And you can't put one of those things in front of me and Jake and expect us to not suck it down. And And Pete, you have far more Twitch experience than me and Jake put together. Is is it a myth or is it a rule that you can't drink on a Twitch stream? I've heard that oh, you, you can't.
0: It is most certainly a myth. Ooh. I drink all the time. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> I drink a lot. <laughs> get really drunk on my Twitch. <laughs> you, it's a like, great time. Do you
2: have to put it in a red cup, or like, can you put no. like, no, you just get fucking drunk.
0: Just let it rip, baby. I I think that the rule is that you can't like, you can't promote unhealthy like living or whatever so there's like a gray area there um but like you can you can definitely drink you just like can't be drunk out of control yeah you can be drunk but you just can't be like out of control
1: oh that's perfect yeah I mean me and Jake were we were like
2: scared to crack open a dark and stormy but then we obviously just succumbed to the temptation and we, we cracked one we had we had one
0: uh, oh, man, you're good. Let her rip. So we can just drink them all then. There you go. I had my first ever uh, rum old fashioned last night. How was that? It was really good. I went to a, uh, have you heard of common craft in no. Burlington? No. It's like a little like indoor outdoor space, like right behind the Burlington Mall where they I have like a couple little like breweries and a distillery. And the the distillery made a, a rum old fashioned and it was very good
1: you put an orange in there?
0: They did, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little marachino cherry as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you ever have a dark and stormy? I don't think I have. No, oh, you gotta. You've still never been to my
2: apartment, right? No, I you have. have. Yeah. you. Yeah, we did a show here.
0: Sure did. I feel like, Just I feel that like one. it's
2: impossible to come here and not have a dark and stormy. They're all over the fucking place.
0: Well, I wasn't offered one when I was there. Just saying. All right, well, next
2: time. Oh, yeah. What, that's what I was going to ask you. What, what number did you leave off on for games
0: attended? Uh, six. I'm two and four. So uh, quite behind right now. But I'm yeah, your pl-
2: pace is terrible.
0: Well, I mean, like I had to take a month and a half off.
2: You're going to have to like do work in the second half to get. The I third.
0: sure am. But that's, that was always the plan. I don't really work much uh, during the summer because hockey's mm. gone. So like I will be there. Often. Starting with this weekend. I'm going to a game this weekend. going to a game next weekend. Might do a game this weekend, Pete. Uh, Okay, so I'm doing next weekend. Wait. uh, No, uh, I think Monday. Are they back for Monday? Yeah. I think going Monday then? Well, yeah, Monday's technically the weekend. No, it's not. Because it's the fourth. No, that doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I think that either like the fourth or the fifth.
1: You're going on the fourth?
0: Yeah, I don't have any fourth plans, so I never do. Maybe I'll go. Hell yeah, brother! One thirty game. You going with? You going with DJ? Uh, no, I got a, a buddy that's coming in from Canada, and uh, I don't know if you met my buddy Mackie. Uh, you're going. going to, you're
2: taking a Canadian to Fenway on the Fourth of July.
0: He's never been. I don't care. He doesn't care about the Fourth of July. Exactly. You want to know a fun fact about the 4th of July? What? Lost my virginity on the 4th of July.
2: Oh, hell yeah, brother. It's a cool story, huh? What grade were you in?
0: Uh, After senior year of high school.
2: Oh, you're a fucking clown, dude. You went through a whole high school (laughs) being a purge.
0: Big time loser. (laughs) Big time loser.
2: (laughs) I remember... I, I lost my virginity this summer going into my junior year of high school and I was so stoked that like it happened like during the day and then I had to go to work at Bob's and uh <laughs> I just I was dying to brag about it. <laughs> so it happened. Just a couple pumps and I was like, All right, whatever, I'm done. And then I go to work and I was like with like my buddies at work and I was like it's like do I like do I smell weird? Do I smell like like a girl is just rubbing up against me or something? Do I smell like girls like perfume or something? Like no, why? I was like oh, I was just, just wondering like I had sex earlier, so yes. uh, I just didn't know if I smelled like
0: it. Hey fellas, do I reek of vagina? Yeah, I was just all up in there. Definitely wasn't my first time.
2: But like the sad part is that I was dead serious. Like I wasn't trying to like
0: I believe you, trust me.
2: Yeah, I was like dead serious being like, do I fucking smell like perfume or something? Like I I just had sex, so I want to make sure (laughs) I want to make sure I still smell like a
1: dude. You know, it's embarrassing. All the sex I was having earlier. I hate you so much. (laughs) Oh, boy. Good times. Good times. Yeah, she was my neighbor. Great girl. The girl next door, huh? Uh, A couple doors now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she went to work and was like, do do I do I reek a dick? (laughs) (laughs) I got the stench of dick on me? I was getting that. Actually,
2: speaking of her uh, and Facebook, I just looked. I got the Facebook invitation to uh, my 15-year reunion and then i i haven't responded if i'm going or if I'm a, I'm a maybe or if i'm a no but i looked at the list of who's going she's gonna be there
0: wow you can rekindle the flame
2: yep same same class class of 07 um i I haven't gone to any of my reunions i didn't go to five and i didn't go to 10 but maybe 15 i'll i'll pop in be like what's good
0: i'm sick like, what's still good doing the what's good
2: shit. still still the red Sox guy
0: <laughs> what's good i smell like pussy <laughs> I just I just had sex in the parking lot. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Have you been to any of your reunions? Uh, I went to the five year reunion and that was it. How's that? Uh, whatever. Did you, did you,
1: any stories? Nothing.
0: No, I I went for like the last like hour maybe. I went to a concert before, mm, and That's so, so cool. That's rad, dude. It what was see? Uh, Run the Jewels. I never heard of them.
2: You've like the most random fucking bands. I don't Run the know jewels. I
0: Run the jewels is an awesome rap duo. Okay, very very good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're great. I uh, think you'd like Jake, them.
2: I don't even think is old enough to have a five year reunion.
3: Have you? No. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, but it got postponed
1: because of COVID. So I I think it's this summer. Yeah, five year reunion, six seven years later. Yeah, it's a seven year reunion.
2: They should just skip it because now, if you do a ten, it's like we just did this.
0: Yes, I just saw you, motherfuckers. Yeah, Yeah, it's stupid. Nothing's changed.
2: It's not. I'm like, yeah. Jake's Jake's got too much stuff going on right now to be going to reunions. I don't know. I might go. I think I think it'd be fun. I was definitely for the last decade. I was definitely the I don't want to fucking go, man. Like I'm not doing that shit. But now, now I kind of want to go.
0: I feel like if like enough time passes, it's a really interesting thing. To everyone's to see, married
2: like, except for me.
0: Hell yeah, brother.
2: Yeah, everyone's married with kids. All my best friends from home.
0: I bet they're all married, married to each other, kids. too. Yeah. Fucking Saugus.
2: Uh, no, not all of them. Some of them. Not all of them.
0: Some of them, some of them uh, married people from Revere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> some, of them, some of them snatched up a, a nice... A nice young man from from Peabody,
0: <laughs> yeah. They just got real exotic. Yeah. By Went. the way,
2: uh, did you know that uh, ninety eight five the Sports Hub is moving Cur- to Waltham?
0: I did know that. Yeah.
2: How close is it to your house?
0: Um, I mean, like it's like ten, ten, twelve minutes away. Second it's on the other side of dinner. town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I that mean, would- I'll, I'll meet you over on Moody Street. It's because it's going in on Main Street. And that's like directly next to Moody Street. And Moody Street is like a fucking incredible time. Yeah. Awesome bars, awesome restaurants.
2: I walked in today and I, so they have like a large, they have like the studio. The studio is the same size radio studio as all the other radio studios, but they have a
1: huge
2: office space. And I came out of the studio and I walked down the hall and it's just, it opens up to this big open room. And I looked in there. I was like, there's fucking nothing in there. I was like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, oh, we're, we're moving to Waltham. And I was like, huh. huh. I know That's somebody right. in
1: Waltham. Hmm. Hmm. Is Waltham still buzzing because of Kyle?
0: Uh, no, it's died down a little it bit. It died down. But yeah, unfortunately. Do we you miss him, though.
2: Like, you know your town. You know your town. Do you think that if the Red Sox won the World Series last year, Like, knowing how hot the Kyle from Waltham thing was, that they would have thrown a parade for him or, like, named a street after him or renamed the high school baseball field after him, something.
0: (laughs) I think they probably would have given him, like, a key to the city. Yeah. I think that would probably have been, like, the symbolic gesture. Yeah.
2: They had to have done. Like, there's definitely some street named after, like, a racist from the 1800s that they could have made (laughs) Schwarber Street out of.
0: 100%.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's too late now. He didn't resign. They didn't win the World Series. I don't want to get into it. It hurts because I I still often think about what would have happened in Waltham if the Red Sox actually won the World Series and he was like a big part of it.
0: I don't think I would have been able to afford a house here. Yeah. I think they just they, the housing market would have just went out of control. It would have been something. the hottest spot to live in all of Massachusetts. Do you know
2: uh, the varsity high school baseball field? Is it named after someone?
0: Um, yeah, it it I forget the name of it, but yeah, it is. It's named after somebody. Hmm. Yeah, I would I
2: would have tried to dig up. some I'm sh-
0: we, Yeah, we can, we can <laughs> dig up some dirt on whoever it's named after and <laughs> get yeah. it get it rebranded. Yeah, it's too late. It's cigarette He's, field?
2: He's, <laughs> c- cigarette <laughs> field, sig stadium.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm. It's hard for me to get too excited about the sports hub moving here because they refuse to work with me. Why? I don't know. No, I mean, like, I, I don't know if that's like a f- official policy or whatever. But they, I don't think I've ever done. Uh, I've done stuff with Felger, but not like on the Sports Hub. It's always just Wei that that wants Bruins stuff from me.
2: That's weird because Sports Hub is the Bruins flagship.
0: Yeah, and I have more friends at at uh, the Sports Hub than I do at Wei. That is strange.
2: They're not like a big guest. For,
0: yeah, like, I think that's station. probably it, especially when it comes to Bruins.
2: Yeah, they they're heavy football and they're heavy anti guests.
0: And they have they have Ty Anderson, who's like a in house Bruins guy. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's like when Hurley was there. Like he was there, he was their Patriots guy, and like Bedard, and like they let me talk Red Sox over there. But they're like, yeah, you can do that during like Red Sox play time. Like you're not on like a real show.
1: <laughs> I mean, that show does big numbers. Baseball Which one? Base bar. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's just they don't. They won't let me on Felger mask. sad. Uh, the Stop and
2: Shop Look Ahead. Can't pick a series, uh, Clark's Catch-Up Series MVP because the Red Sox did not win that series. Uh, a lot of made-up names on this team. A lot of fake people. Um, Rich Hill versus Adrian Sampson.
1: Okay, not real. Uh, Connor Siebold versus Alec Mills. He threw a no-hitter last year. That game's on Fox, by the way. Uh, Josh Winkowski
2: versus Keegan Thompson. Not Keenan Thompson. Damn,
0: Keegan. that would have been crazy, though.
2: Yeah, these two of these are day games. You're getting a 220 start uh on Friday and a 220 start on Sunday. The Fox game is 715. Um, Adrian Sampson, not a real person. <laughs> uh he's 0 0 with a 1690 ERA, an 084 whip, and an 8.4 strikeouts per nine. Um, he's only made one start this year. He's appeared in three games, 10 and two-thirds innings, seven hits, two earned runs, 10 strikeouts. Uh, he started against the Cardinals. That was five innings, four hits, two earned runs. And he lost. Uh, his slider is really good. 100 batting average against that. Cubs are 0-3 when he pitches. Um, the Red Sox are 9-23 for
1: 23 with five home runs. Uh, JBJ has two home runs. Okay. Alec Mills, <clears throat>
2: his ERA is almost 10. Uh, it's a 9.87 with a 1.73 whip. Um, he's only thrown 17 in the third innings this year, and he's only made one start. 17 in the third innings, 27 hits, 20 runs, 19 of them earned, 7 homers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. His only start was his last appearance against the Cardinals. Two and two-thirds innings, six hits, five earned runs. Gave up three bombs. This guy sucks. Uh, his four-seam opponents hit 313 against it. His changeup opponents hit 545 against it. And he throws both of those pitches 20% of the time. Uh, his fastball tops out at 89 miles an hour. Oh, my the Cubs, God. The Cubs are one in five when he starts.
0: This guy's got to find a different line of work. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah,
2: Keegan Thompson, 17 appearances, nine starts, 67 and a third innings. Uh, He was in the bullpen doing long relief in April and most of May. As a starter, four and three with a four, five, seven, a 131 whip.
1: He's given up six home runs in 41 and a third innings. Uh, 94 with the four seam, pretty good. Um,
2: His curveball sucks. He's allowed four of the seven homers on his curveball, and opponents are slugging five fifty six against the curveball. Cubs are six and three when he starts, and eleven and six when he pitches overall. Um, this one's pretty obvious jake i'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first
1: yeah, I think we're all thinking sweet <laughs> yeah um Peter, your prediction
0: uh I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say two out of three. Mm. I think that uh, Keegan and Cal will uh will get him.
1: Keegan <laughs> and Cal
0: will get him in the finale. Keegan
1: and Cal, love that. All right. Um. Okay.
2: I'm also going sweep. I'm going sweep with Jake. I don't think the Cubs have a fucking chance in hell, especially because we'll be in the house. Um. If you're going to the games, I don't know where we're sitting. Do we have tickets, Jake, or we just have press passes, or what are we doing?
3: Yeah, we have credentials, so I think we can kind of bounce around. Okay.
2: Uh, I also think I I got a buddy that is there. He's one of the agents for um, one of the players in the Red Sox. I think he has a ticket connection, so we might have seats through that. They might actually be pretty close. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, But I'm excited to be back in Chicago. It's a lovely, beautiful city. I haven't been there since... Last summer, we went there really quick. We went to the Chicago office before we drove from Chicago to fucking Iowa for the the Field of Dreams game. Um, But yeah, love Chicago. Looking forward to it. Going to be a good time. If you're there, hit us up. I don't know that we're like planning a meet and greet, but I think maybe an impromptu one might sporadically take place throughout the weekend. Um, Yeah, it's fun. Going to have fun. And uh, socks are going to sweep. Peter, thanks, uh, thanks for fucking staying up till 1.30 in the morning to, to do this podcast.
0: Yeah, of course. Wasn't doing anything. Yeah, so.
2: well, m- most people aren't at this, at this hour unless they're smoking cigs or doing sex.
0: Famously, yep. I don't do either of those things anymore. hmm
1: Yep. So we'll be back on
2: Sunday. Well, for you, for you listening and watching, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, talking about the Red Sox three-game sweep of the Chicago Cubs. And by the way, one last note, if you've hung in this long. I talked to Alex Cora after the game tonight. And because a lot of people were confused. Like, do we say it? Like, the Red Sox won. Like, do we say it now? Like, it's, it's, it's June 28th. It's after June 28th. And we were waiting for them to win. So, like, do we say it because they won? But they lost a series. So, should we not say it? And I... Texted core
1: after the game. I said, that's a big league win right there. And he said, yes, sir. Don't say it. Ooh, okay. And I said, that's
2: the new rule. We say it when you give the thumbs up. So now when everyone's like, uh, people are like, does Karabas run a cult? Like, we can't say it because he said... Your fucking manager said, don't say it. Your manager. It's out of my hands.
0: You got to buy into the system.
2: How, yeah. I mean, I told you. I. Before the 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 Red Sox were on the plane flying to Cleveland, and I uh, was Facetiming with polecki and he was like, "When when are you guys going to say it?" And I was like, "Do you, he's like, he's like, what if we don't say it because we've been playing so good without not saying it? What if we just never say it?" And I was like, "Is that what you want?" And he's like, "Listen, he's like, if 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 we were to lose games because you guys say it, then we got bigger problems. So you say it when you want to say it, and then." we have our manager saying, don't say it. So it's almost like we we built a startup company and then we, we got bought by Microsoft. So, I mean, we're still on the board, but I don't make those kinds of decisions anymore. That is not my call. So now it's in the hands of our manager, Alex Cora. And he said, don't say it. So I ain't saying shit. And, and this is coming from someone who uh, last week I, made a, I haven't even sent you this video, Pete. Did I send you the video? The yeah, you Bad did. one. Yeah, okay, yeah, I saw it. We made a whole skit to announce that we're saying it. And I don't even know if it's ever gonna see the light of day
0: because. It's gonna go on the vault with the Gracie Tracy episode and, uh, and the strip club story. So I'm saying.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll tweet it and be like, hey, we're not saying it, but we did make this video just in case we were gonna say it. So like, you can enjoy the video if you want to check it out
0: just here's bleep the video. you saying it huh just bleep you saying it
2: i didn't i so i don't even say it in in the video
0: okay didn't you watch it no i i uh <laughs> I, I like caught like 20 seconds of it looked like great production value but oh, i I, I was i was uh like in public so i couldn't couldn't hear it mhm mm-hmm.
2: um well that that's where we're at on saying it or not saying it. I'm I'm not a cult leader. Um, I'm not telling you how to live your life just like I'm not telling Tanner Hauck how to live his life. I'm not telling anyone about when to say it or how to say it or if they can't say it. That's now in the hands of the manager of the Boston Red Sox. And his name is Alex Cora. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, we'll see you on the stream on Tuesday. A lot of people are just, just finding it now. A lot of people's first stream was on June 28th. We do it every Tuesday, Peter. I'd love to. Now that you're not doing anything, I'd love to have you over for a stream.
0: Yeah, I'm down. Let's do you it. You can
2: get apparently you can get as shit faced as you want.
0: <laughs> I'm in.
2: That's kind of say no more. That's kind of like the the, the uh, reservation that I have is like we do the stream on the DraftKings Twitch. So I don't know if we we have more regulations, like more eyeballs are watching like a company Twitch versus a.
0: Peter yeah, Twitch. I would be careful with that.
2: I mean, you be careful. Me
0: well, and I, don't I don't work for DraftKings. I don't work for DraftKings. So imagine, it, n- imagine no skin that's off my back. Contribution
2: <laughs> is just he gets the Twitch shut down.
0: <laughs> that would be an incredible full circle kind of thing, though, because I was like, yo, you got to get on Twitch. Jared, you got to get on Twitch. And then I end up getting you banned from Twitch. Yeah,
2: dude, you have to get on Twitch. Yeah, you.
1: Yeah, of course you can drink on Twitch. Watch. I'll show you banned. <laughs> Expelled. I'm in. All right. Um. Then I'll 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 uh. See you next Tuesday. All right. <laughs> All right. You got it, pal. All right. <laughs> we'll see you Monday. Buenas noches, amigos.